Namaste, Dr. Raven Elizabeth here, and today we have a very special guest, Jacqueline, and she is doing some really cool things here in Santa Barbara and beyond, and so we're just going to get started and ask her exactly about your your business and everything you're doing. What's the name of it? It's Anthea Medicine. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth, for giving me the opportunity to be with you today. It's, uh, it's an honor to be chatting with you and sharing with the world. You never know who's going to listen to this podcast. It could be somebody in Africa. English is so widespread. It could be somebody in Brazil, where I am originally from. It could be someone from Paraguay, where I grew up. It could be someone from Australia, that I spent a couple of years in Australia in early 2000. Um, so the journey of entheomedicine is one that is very personal to my heart. I uh, met my life partner, Michael Russer about seven years ago and uh, soon after we met he uh, there was at that time when you know you're going to be intimate with this person right I mean don't we all experience that I mean you have (laughs) you know wonderful butterfly you know everything is rosy and then he he gets up and he says to me sweetie I have something to confess I can't get it up to save my life it turns out my my the, my sweetie my the love of my life um had prostate cancer and um two years after that he was also diagnosed with CLL clinical lymphocytic leukemia so he has two types of cancer and in 2017 things turned to the worst uh, towards the worst we moved together after a few years um dating and we decided to move together to experiment. This is a great experiment to live with somebody else. Uh, we used to spend our weekends together. During the week, I used to live in my in my own in my own nest, and uh, we thought, well, let's try this out. And um, amazingly, he um, his health really deteriorated rapidly as soon as we moved together because it was a very cold winter and um, he got cold and he has his immune system compromised uh, for all the medications and infusion and, and um, you know uh, all kinds of treatments that uh, cancer survivors have to endure in their lives and um, one of the medication was for prostate cancer and the other medication was for CLL and the interaction between the two of them made him very weak so a cold that for any normal person would be not a big deal, but for someone who has their immune system compromises, it's a big deal. And then uh, we ran to the ICU and Cottage Hospital here. We have the fortune to have one of the best healthcare anyone can can, can wish for one, one, uh, themselves and their loved ones. But it doesn't matter when, uh, when your body is shutting down, uh, there's no, no um, hospital now technology can possibly hold on to for you to 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 live and survive and and, and thrive and then after the first the third time he went to the icu he said to me sweetie i want to know what it is to die and um i put myself into this quest to research what would be something that he would experiment dying without dying he said to me I know my life is going to be shortened, 
but I want to live at peace with that reality. Don't we all have expiration date? The thing is, we just drag it under the rug because we don't want to think about dying. Mm-hmm. We always, you know, as an animal, we try to survive in this world and thrive. Especially in our but Western social, culture. Yes, it, we, we, we are petrified. We are so scared of dying. And he, when he saw his life that might be shortened for this, uh, uh, the circumstances of his health, we decided to go the psychedelic route because that's what I found that would uh, give us that experience of, of dying. Uh, with 5-MeO-DMT is one of the uh, psychedelic com- uh, compounds that make that happen. And it's, um, it's a secretion of uh, the toad from the Sonora Desert. It's called sapito. This is a... Uh, um, um, it, 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 they they uh, extract the gland from the gland this mm. liquid and okay. then they dry it and then you have to snuff it and off you go there's nobody there's there's just you see the white light and I decided to do it with him because I thought well if he experiences it he tells me about it and I don't have any idea what this is all about besides I kind of got curious about this dying business I really got curious. I thought, hmm, because I always was afraid of it. So when some something make me afraid and not to experience, I always wonder, hmm, why am I so afraid about this? Huh, maybe there's something there for me. The same is the same feeling I felt when I was living in Paraguay and I, I just graduated as an accountant and I was living happily my life and I, I was a professional. I had my apartment, I had my office. But something about learning English, something about coming to the United States is an itch. And I decided, I wonder if I go overseas, what would my, my life look like? And next thing you know, I got a scholarship to move to uh, Colombia to do my post degree in economics for underdeveloped countries. It was a uh, scholarship by the United Nations. Wow. And I met my ex-husband, and how, so that's how I came to the United States. So that kind of itch, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, repeated uh, with the curiosity of, of the dying. Mm-hmm. And this, is, we, we considered this uh, um, a tour that we, we did together. Uh, we went to Ashland, Oregon, where my first speaker, uh, Dr. Uh, Martin Ball, is the one who hosts these conferences annually. And he specializes in 5-MeO-DMT. He facilitated in the past, he helped people to integrate in their lives. It's an amazing experience. I, can, I mean, my life has been transformed. So what happened? You come to home, you know, I come to Santa Barbara, and I thought, this is so exciting. I want to share this with other cancer survivors. Michael and I are professional speakers for the cancer survivors. He and I wrote a book about sex and intimacy for cancer survivors. Mm. What is the name of that? Um, uh, sex and Intimacy for Cancer Survivors. That's, that's, that's exactly the title. Called, Perfect. That's right. <laughs> nice. Um, what happened is when cancer hit your your life, your uh, partner, especially men feel less than a man if their, you know, their sexual uh, functions doesn't work. Men mm-hmm. just feel like less than a man, period. Because and, and unfortunately, in our culture, men think that um, 
you know, their packages, what make them attractive or appealing mm -hmm. for, for women. And it's not nothing farthest from the truth, right. especially for women who are going through menopause. The last thing I want in, in terms of intimacy with a man, uh, my 50, I was hitting my menopause tail end of my life. Uh, we change, we women change. We, we don't have the same desire of being intimate with our partner mm -hmm. like we did in our 20s. Mm -hmm. In our 20s, we, we, were, we, we want different kind of intimacy. In our 30s, we want different kind of intimacy, perhaps to, for reproductive purposes, we want to have children. Uh, in my 40s, mm, it, it, went a kinda, it was going down the, the hill, that, that kind of desire. Because I, de I decided I didn't want to have children. And then in my 50s, I definitely was done with intercourse. And I decided, wouldn't that be great to meet someone who actually understand me? I mean, a lot of women feel that way. I don't think I'm the only one. And when we hit 50, 60, we just want something that um, kind of it sees the, the, the relationship in, in terms not in, uh, the physical intimacy, but emotional intimacy. If you don't have emotional intimacy built into your relationship, there's no physical intimacy that can last. I mean, physical intimacy comes with the emotional intimacy once built with the relationship. And by in, uh, emotional intimacy, I mean being true to yourself, speak, speak what your truth, be honest, ask for what you want. I always say when I am in front of and the audience, I say, women, you need to speak what you want because men are not mind readers. You really need to express what you want in terms of desire. Um, and uh, the, unfortunately, we women think that men should know and they are clueless. They don't know. They want to make us happy, but they don't know how. And even they, they know we are all different. Maybe they knew from some prior relationship we need to express our desire to men. And then, um, and so my relationship with Michael just grew mm -hmm. exponentially after we became more like a, we built that emotional intimacy together. And how did your experience in Ashland then lend itself to furthering that emotional intimacy with him? Well, in Ashland, I was the uh, psych exploring psychedelics, and that's a, a conference uh, um, annually that take take place in May, and it grew because I understood where he was coming from. I experienced this psychedelic um, awakening, and and um, I learned a lot of truth about myself. Then. It really deepened after we did ayahuasca mm -hmm. uh, in August. We did it, the 5MU DMT, we did it in, in July. And then ayahuasca with the same group. Mm -hmm. This is an Indian Canyon, federally protected territory in uh, Hollister, San Jose. That's where we did it, mm -hmm. in a circle, in a ceremony. Mm -hmm. And the container was very safe, and we did our second experience with ayahuasca. That's really where Mama Ayahuasca showed me all my bullshits, all my shadows, all my dark nooks and crannies of my spirit of who I really am. Because we, we conf are confused about who we really are. We think we are the the mind 
that constantly bombard you with whatever uh, you think you are or you how you dress or who you are professionally who you are in your business um, uh, in your family with your friends all of this this persona but we are beyond that we are bigger than that yeah and uh, that's what the that kind of awakening was um, facilitated by uh, consuming the brew ayahuasca beautiful and i mean it really reminds me of cartesian philosophy that came out and that's when that mind body or body mind split happened Mm. centuries ago and it says i think therefore i am but now we're coming back into this place of holism and vitalism of everything's connected and it isn't just like the mind that's in the brain the mind's throughout the body but the body informs us mm-hmm. of so much so it really seems like with you and your experience that you've, you probably came to more of a point of connection mm-hmm. and being able to experience like this is what death's like and facing those fears and then coming out on the other side being like hell's all right i can do this just like you can do anything yeah i think uh we misunderstand that death is the end of it that's mm-hmm. what we think it is I grew up in a Catholic um, religion. Yes, and me too. You, you know what that is. You I'm know, ca- you're gonna I, go I grew to up hell Catholic, if yeah. you don't behave, <laughs> and, and, and you know that guilt-ridden uh, cultural belief that we yes. uh, carry with us. And nothing can be farther from the truth. Death is just a transition. It's a sw- It's just change, and we continue. I I believe I I came to this world or other dimensions many many other times i don't believe this this is it if this is all what is um and i would be quite disappointed but um, yeah well in my my experience i've shared this with you a little bit in the past is i witnessed my mother passing away from breast cancer she was 44 i was almost 15 so i was a freshman in high school and i watched her go through treatments three different times Mm -hmm. and just the cut poison burn mentality of our western mechanistic models Mm -hmm. that destroyed her body and so looking back now it's like what would it have been like for her to have an experience and she was very open and liberal yeah absolutely so I wonder now with the knowledge that I have from being a chiropractor and more in holistic health she would have probably had you know done other options she did the best she could at the time but then like dmt and different things like that just to give her those experiences because i don't think she really thought she was going to die Mm -hmm. but also i think that it can help the family that's why i like love michael pollan's new book Mm -hmm. that came out and all his interviews of going through those experiences with cancer patients or you know anybody that's facing a terminal illness and they're able to then have different dialogue with their family Mm -hmm. that's more open and connected and you know because of the experiences I've now had in my life and my profession and just experiences in general I have that connection with my mom's spirit instead of just being like oh she's gone and I I think she's she's probably like right here maybe she's smiling at you she she usually puts her left hand on the left side of my head and I feel that connection Mm -hmm. come Mm -hmm. through so we do have that but it's just this western culture we're so far away from it and the word that comes up for me all the time is disconnected and so you're bringing people here not only to connect people physically here networking and listening to these speakers but also so that they can then educate themselves and have these experiences to have connectedness within themselves 
Yeah, let me explain that what happened when we came back, right? Yeah. We want to share this wonderful thing. And I look on meetups, groups, see if I could find a, a group that would, um, you know, hold a space for someone like us who experience psychedelics to be able to share. I mean, we are social animals. We want to share our, you know, our, our feelings, our experiences. And I couldn't find anything. And I thought, wait a minute. San Los Angeles has, Santa Monica has it. Psychedelic society, San Francisco says, "Why not Santa Barbara?" I mean, that's that's not right. So I'm I'm looking around. Who would do this? It's like I was looking in the mirror. Like <laughs> all I saw was okay. Yeah. So um, I um, I decided I I talked to our mentor, and I had this idea, the grand idea to bring several speakers the first time. And she's, and he said to me, uh, this is Michael Gilbert, he said uh -huh. to me, you can't do that. You need to, to wet your toes first. You can't just swim and, you know, you first need to experiment. And, and I, it was, it was so true. So I brought the first speaker and I was my doctor, um, Martin Ball. Uh -huh. He is author of many books and he's the one who uh, hosts the psychedelics. And fortunately he is from Santa Barbara. Um, his uh, first wife, uh, I think, still live here with two children, so he has uh, plenty of reason to come. And he says, "Yeah, I would love that." So he came, and we have a almost full house the first time. That was in March third. The second time, we had a um, uh, Robert Forty uh, from Santa Cruz coming to speak too. And then recently, on June sixteenth, we have Dr. Richard Miller, who is the author of uh, Psychedelic medicine uh, coming to speak to in Santa Barbara to mm -hmm. the audience and I the way I found him was I went to maps.org mm -hmm. which is um, it's an organization multi multidisciplinary multi association of psychedelics is, and something like that right yes yes yeah. that's right it's uh, set in um, the Bay Area Oakland more precisely mm -hmm. and uh, I saw his book I thought well finally somebody put the two words together medicine psychedelic that's a clever name for a book I think I want to invite this guy so I call him I didn't wait for an hour like a half an hour I, I sent an email to him oh, and I also left a message I like your style let me tell you something Elizabeth <laughs> sometimes the the psychedelic world also is is littered with divos and divas because you call them you never get back a phone call. You send them emails, several emails. You you harass them on social media. That you still don't get any responses. Like, talk to my agent. <laughs> that's, that's but Doctor Miller <laughs> called me like, yeah. like I couldn't believe it. And I thought I like to work with this kind of guy. You know, like respond right away. It's very professional. And uh, he said. He he uh, he has he was hesitant to respond about the date because he is um, uh, his wife and him were planning to go to Mexico. But as soon as he came back, we uh, arranged, and I have the incredible support of our media. Independent has been uh, a you know gift for a gift from from you know Gaia to me and to the community because put the word on the newspaper interviewing every speaker I brought. The three speakers that so far have come to speak for Entheomedicine have been interviewed by 
uh, the independent and also for uh, by the Montecito Journal. So I cannot thank enough our media for being open to this. And then what, as you mentioned, Michael Pollan's book really make a big difference. It's a turning point. This it's is blowing it open mainstream. And I know he's going to be here next April through UCSB Arts and Lectures. That's right. And then before that, you have the October 20th event at City College. Yes, that's going to be food, plant, plant food and medicine. And the reason why I decided to do something bigger and open and free to the public is I want to br open the umbrella bigger. For those people who are still reticent, who still think that the word psychedelic it carries a lot of baggage from the 60s, <laughs> or people who believe, wait a minute, how can you possibly cure addiction with drug? I mean, people who are still not really quite getting it, um, invite the people, the broader uh, community to come to uh, the West Campus and Santa Barbara City College. and call it plant medicine, not psychedelic, not anti-medicine, just, it's, I mean, ayahuasca, it's just a vine, oh. it's a plant, I mean, uh, and every you know, culture and every has culture, found I mean, for thousands compounds. of years, yes. it has been part of the tradition, and we need to uh, get the stigma out of the picture, and, and um, you know, it, it, it's, it's time, it's, it's time for, to, to, to speak truth and and bring the our uh, our shaman out of the closets. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I mean, like we were saying, every single culture has found those compounds somehow in different plants. And it's like in the in the Amazon, it's like they bring two plants together, and it's mm -hmm. out of all the thousands of plants. Yeah. Know, how do you amazing. explain that? How, how do you think the the, the two plants wow. are combined when there's <laughs> thousands of plants and they I, say they talk to them i believe i mean i've spent a lot of time in the chocolate rainforest in brazil uh -huh. and i mean it's it's so alive but it's not just alive because of the biodiversity that you can physically experience it's just this energy anytime i've been in a jungle or rainforest it's mm -hmm. a different energy mm -hmm. and you know 90 percent or so of the nutrients are above ground and you just feel it radiating all around you it's yes. in the moisture and in the yes. molecules of the water and I, I really believe that's that's my favorite um, depth psychologist James Hillman talks about how everything's nature even like a table and has a soul spark mm -hmm. so talking and communicating with everything in the world especially plants yeah. and trees communicate we can prove that so it's like the vines can as well there's so much more intelligence out there than we and fungi it's yeah. a whole world and oh my gosh those mushrooms world. underground yeah. and like it's so amazing so yeah. That's October 20th here in October Santa Barbara. 20th, yes. How do people get a hold of you? You have a Facebook page. Yeah, I think I have an Instagram. A Facebook page, yes. I have an Instagram. It's Entheon Medicine. But right now I am actually working on the uh, plant food and medicine website and the social media. So if people just go to entheomedicine.org and connect with me, and I will start um, making my uh, mailing list for the next event. Um, I'm working actually on a different website because I don't want to mix the two things uh -huh. together. Um, I want to make it completely different. This is going to be about all lifestyle, adopting healthy lifestyle in terms of what we consume for nourishment and also how we f heal our body with plants. So it's going to be food and, and um, food and medicine. And the way we are going to do is I would like to have a, 
uh, Kathleen Harrison as a main speaker. She's um, ethno, um, the founder of uh, Botanical Dimensions. She's the ex-wife of um, Terence McKenna, uh -huh. and she lives wow. in Sonoma County. She has a library, and the, the biggest library in terms of um, ethnobotanical plants and medicine. And uh, my my biggest desire is to have her as a main speaker. And then we're also going to have workshops in different rooms, classes that are going to be shorter. But for people to really grasp how easy it is to prepare a tea, to prepare a, you know, to make your own soap or whatever that might be, um, lotion, so just to have a healthier lifestyle Beautiful. for you and your family. So that's the idea. Just to, this is like a seed, um, and then maybe younger generation will continue this tradition. But I would like to start it. And then if somebody else wants to take it in next next year, I would love to have the millennials coming, you know, in rows, saying, I am here to help spread the word about well. how we can feed our soul, oh, yeah. how we can heal our body, and how we can integrate in a form, in integrative way, really become a better human being because the earth needs us. And, and um, I mean, I, I do it for, for uh, as a way of leaving something as a legacy. I mean, I don't have children. Uh, my time is to dedicate to Mother Earth, to give a little bit of my contribution. So maybe 50, 100 years from now, they somewhere, someone will say, oh, I remember that so-and-so started that you know, planning for medicine mm. thing, uh, whatever. And, but the purpose is just to start something. Mm -hmm. You have to start somewhere. And, and that's, that's the spirit of this, uh, this conference. Well, you're planting the seeds. So mm -hmm. Jay Ma, victory to the mother. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing with us today. And you can follow Jacqueline's work at India Medicine on Facebook and Instagram and mm -hmm. new websites to come up soon. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Namaste. So welcome. Thank you. All right. That was fun. <laughs> Jeez, I, I, I'm a talker.